this seems to be uh, the absent for a long time the to talk on a Saturday for many uh, for me it seems to me uh, for many years <laughs> uh, <coughs> anyway I'm very glad to have this opportunity today. Uh, the other day, uh, one of the students asked me about the devotion. <coughs> uh, he said, uh, we are uh, often depute, uh, depute, uh, often uh, or to say a uh, uh, trick duped, duped uh, by devotion uh, I don't know why but anyway he says so <coughs> because uh, I thought that he was uh, too much involved in individual characters personality or individual world very much too much you know the understanding his understanding was not there wide range <coughs> that's why not only him if your understanding is very narrow you are duped uh, by whatever it is Dharma, Buddhism, Christianity, or even the self. You are duped by even the self, idea of the self. So, <coughs> so today I would like to talk about the devotion. <coughs> I think in Japanese, devotion is called the kie or kimyo, ki. Kimyo, ki of kimyo is return. Uh, myo is life. Myo is life. Or ki e, uh, ki of ki e is return. E is uh, the where you can be, you can depend on. That is e of ki e. So the where you can depend on is not the where you uh, are groping for from now, but you are where you are already in. That is uh, the place where you can depend on. But usually, uh, we are groping for, you know, some place you can depend on. And then if you find it, you attach to it very much, individually or personally, in many ways. So that is a problem for us. So the, the place that you can depend on is not the, uh, some place 
or something you try to seek for now, from now, because you are already in, right in, that right on, that is a place. That is a place you can depend on. That means return to the place where you can depend on. Depend on means you are right in. That is called devotion, okay? Devotion in English. I don't know the meaning of English originally, but in Japanese we call kimyo, uh, return to life. Life means uh, original, ultimate state of the life. In other words, uh, universal life um, covered covered very wide range. Wide range. You are connected with, in some sense. Okay, that is life. So you have to return to that life. Life is the, so the, this is called kimyo or devotion. So Dogen Zenji mentioned so uh, you have to return to uh, something true, something true. This is called taking refuge in Buddha Dharma Sangha or take refuge in triple treasure, we, we say. So very often we chant, I take refuge in the Buddha or Dharma Sangha. Okay. So devotion is, devotion is to return to something true, something, something ultimate, ultimate. That's why that devotion is important for us. Devotion is important. <coughs> so, general in the general Buddhism, we call that ultimate. There's something ultimate, or the truth. True is called Dharma. Dharma. So generally, Dharma. The idea of Dharma is considered as uh, the principle of ultimate being. Or the all things, all things, okay, all things, or everything means uh, all in the phenomenal world. Okay. That is called dharma. Okay. So mainly two meaning there. One is the principle of ultimate being. The second is that all things, all things uh, in the phenomenal world. In the phenomenal world means not only the phenomenal world, but also, well, the including uh, the ultimate nature of existence too. Okay? So everything. So in this case, uh, Dharma, we understand the Dharma in terms of this sense, this meanings, principle of existing ultimate beings and also all things, all things in phenomenal world. But 
still they, their meaning, those meanings are still idea created by us. Because Dharma is nothing but the principle. Principle of how all sentient beings exist. How all sentient beings are structured. So still that is a principle. So Dharma is a principle for you, but on the other hand, the Dharma must be, uh, must be that which you make the Dharma as the living Dharma. Do you understand? Living Dharma. Uh, in other words, you must, uh, you must make the Dharma alive. That is a person's responsibility. That is a you. Okay? Principle of ultimate existence or ultimate being is a principle. That's a principle. But a principle is a principle, but you have to make the principle alive. That is you. Okay? Your responsibility. Okay? So that's why Shakyamuni Buddha says, Shakyamuni Buddha says, you, you should rely on the self. You should rely on the Dharma. Okay? So, you, the Dharma, you should, be, you should rely on the Dharma, but that is a principle of existence, ultimate existence. Oh, common to everything, common to everything. So, you should believe. What uh, what does the Buddhism believe in? Dharma. So you should believe. You should believe in the Dharma as a principle of ultimate existence. Common to everyone, everything. But faith, so-called belief, is something alive. That is you. You have to make it alive. So that's why I said the Buddha says you rely on the self. Okay? You rely on the self. So uh, from this point, well, the meaning of the Dharma connected with the self, with the self, is not the merely idea of all things we have usually thought, okay? But kind of everything without exception, which means uh, the internal and the external are uh, the factors that uh, your individual existence is constituted of. In other words, in other words, Dharma means the Dharma connected with you is uh, something uh, connected in a wide range, wide range. Because without you, all things doesn't make sense. Okay, even though you say all things, all things are not connected with you all things doesn't make sense because that is nothing but idea. Well, Japan exists, okay? Japan exists and the planet and the unknown planet exists in this, what someone, someone says. 
but we have never seen it. You don't know what Japan is because you have never been there. So idealistically, I, I, conceptually you have lots of knowledge, but still this is. We, we believe in the principle or idea. Of course, Japan is in, in one of the planets, you know, in one of the, the, the what exists in the earth, you know. But it's still ideas. So I think the uh, without us, without if the idea of Japan is not connected with you individual life, idea of Japan exists, but it doesn't uh, really make sense for your life. Okay. Do you understand? Still some gap between. But if you taste Japan or the unknown planet, you know, the, in many sense, in, uh, in many sense, or in some sense, I think Japan is no longer idea. Japan is something real, connected with you. That kind of a pretty deep flavor. Flavor you can taste on your tongue, with your tongue, with your bodies. So, flavor is not something ideal. Flavor is your bodies. Okay? Your ideas, your bodies, and everything. Anyway, connected. That is a flavor. So, Dharma is the Dharma connected with individual life is. Uh, uh, the not an idea of universal things common to everything what you presume on idea of all things in advance. Is that clear? The uh, but what would you say? Well, anyway. But uh, uh, how can I say the all things, uh, all existence, all things which exist in the whole wide range, as long as individual life is connected with, connected with in some sense, in many sense. Okay, is that clear? That is called dharma. We say. Okay. So that Dharma, that Dharma is uh, what is called uh, something true you can depend on, which means you can be in, right in, uh, beyond whether you are conscious of it or not. This is a Dharma, okay? So that Dharma is very pure and simple very simple and very tolerant and soft and uh, flexible but very what to say sharp very sharp because if you poke your head into it it's already dualistic okay for instance the I always mentions when you see that something wonderful you say wow you know 
the very beginning of the while, I think it's very pure. Then after a while, and then you poke your head into it and researching, what's that, you know? And then that is a dualistic. But the first beginning of saying wow is already dualistic, but it is quite pure, quite pure. It's very close to the purity. Do you understand? That, that's why you cannot explain it, what it is. Before you explain it, you really have a simple expression. That is wow. That's it. Or sometimes, hmm, that's it. <laughs> sometimes, ah. From ah or hmm or wow, which is very simple, you can, uh, or to say, you can express huge word, huge word, that is mansion, <laughs> mansion of the huge mansion of, uh, well, dualistic world, uh, consisted, consisting of uh, philosophy, psychology, and, you know, <laughs> physics, and the biology, and the brains, and the, the million, million cells, and many things. Then you can build up huge mansions, but not many people who live in, <laughs> always looking at the mansions, wonderful, wonderful, that's it. They don't never come back to the first, first stage of the wow, first stage of the dualism, okay? Dualism is not bad, okay? So, important point is, Dualism doesn't have uh, any problem, but an important point is how do you, how you can deal with the dualism, okay? You have to deal with the dualism returning to, returning to the first stage of the dualism, first germination of dualism. That is a simple, very simple. That simple simplicity is very close to the truth, the universe. Eternity. That simplicity which occurs where? Moment. Just moment. Very simple. So moment and you are come together creating a kind of a momentum energy. Okay. So in the momentum of energy or time at that time, you and object become one, that's it. That is very simple. That place is very simple uh, world. Uh, that is a very pure state of uh, human existence, which you can express yourself in the, in the simplest way. So, no word. If you want to express it, just simple. Very original term. So called wow, that's it. Or, religiously speaking, you just devote. You just wow, that's it. Very simple, you know. Uh, in a word, you can express uh, it in a simple way, simplest way, that is a wow, or surprise, you know, surprising. Or with your body, just kesha. Or just bow. 
just respect. In thought, with your thought, just simply think it. So, pass by. Next, you have to pass by. That is our practice anyway. So, that simplicity in life is very close to the truth as it really is. That is called Dharma. Dharma. So, you have to devote yourself to this Dharma. So, which means very simple state of the simplest state of the existence. Common to everything. You, trees, birds, winter, spring, summer, you know. Winter is very simple. Winter is winter. Wherever it goes, wherever you may go, whatever you think, winter is always winter. Don't you think? Winter never be changed by your power or spiritual power, even though you become a sage or or even though you can walk on the lake, you know, with your feet. You never change the winter. Winter is winter. Lake is lake. That's it. That is very simple. Simplest state of existence. So, believe Belief in this Dharma is expressing, expressing what the simplest way of simplest way of life. Okay? That is a belief. As it, in terms of a principle of existence, you can believe it. Okay? So understanding through the, through your head, you can believe it. In order to believe this one next, you have to be there and you have to accept that Dharma and deal with it and live it. Live out your life right in the middle of Dharma. That is not so difficult and uh, not, not so easy for us. And also most people don't know how to deal with it. Much less, they don't know how to be there how to live in the Dharma. Because we are involved in so much in the dualistic world. So most people deal with Dharma also in a dualistic way. So they don't, they don't never see, they don't never see, uh, they, they never see uh, the Dharma as, what would you say, non-dualism, non-dualistic being a state of existence. So, that, that, that is uh, uh, how can you receive and uh, uh, deal with and live in the Dharma. That is uh, very strict, you know, not strict there is uh, no place, no room for you to comment on or to, uh, what to say, analyze or to uh, excuse 
Nothing. Because it's simplest. It's very simplest. So if you do gasho, just gasho, that's it. You know? You accept it and deal with it and be, live in the gasho, that's in the simple way. If you believe in the God, anyway, believe, accept God and deal with the God and live in the God in the simplest, that's, that's all. But if you start to analyze it, you are confused. So that is uh, how to, that is the point how you can deal with it, receive it or deal with it and live in it. So here is uh, uh, the uh, uh, the Buddha mentions about this. The he says uh, in the Stanipara. This is all Stanipara, which is all just the Buddhist scriptures. Um, Two hundred thirteen number, okay, and number. In the Stanipada here, Buddha says a tranquil sage is he who steadfast walks along unmoved by blame and by praise, like the lion who is not scared by noises. The breeze that is not to be caught in the net, like the lotus that blooms unsullied, unsullied above the muddy water, a leader he, not led. Okay, tranquil sage is he who steadfast walks along. I'm moved by blame and pray by pray, praise, like the lion who is not scared by noises, the breeze that is not to be caught in a net, like the lotus that blooms and sighed above the muddy water, a leader he, not led. So, if you receive, if you believe the Dharma, in the Dharma, and receive and deal with and live in there, means just like this. Tranquil sage is he. First, you must be tranquil because five scandals, no, five senses or six senses must be calmed down. Otherwise, you don't see, you don't see the panorama picture existence. Okay? In other words, panorama picture of how this all consciousnesses are functioning day to day in a mo the moment after moment. So your six senses must become the become the seventh consciousness so called original original selfishness. Okay? Original self consciousness. Very original self-consciousness. Very calm down. And then in that, through this original self-consciousness comes calm down again 
and touches whole universe. At that time, it is called calm state of consciousness. Um, so the universe means uh, universe means uh, calm down. The, uh, your consciousness calm down and touches all things without exception. Related, closely related with you. This is uh, this is a called calm, tranquil sage. So everyone becomes, even for a moment. This is practice for us. So tranquil sage is he, uh, he, uh, who step first. What is a tranquil stage? If you want to receive the Dharma, first you have to tranquil. And then, what do you mean? How do you deal with? Then you have to step fast, confirm. No, no, no. Are they step fast or stable? Impalpable, okay. And walks around, walks around anyway, step by step, because in the moment, in a moment, you are alone. Life or death occurs um, in a moment. In other words, life and death are nothing but the moment. That's it. But in the life, we don't believe life as a moment because in our lives there are lots of choices. That's why we don't believe it. But if you see the death, immediately you can taste it. Death is exactly moment. Death is not something you can taste, you can think of it objectively. Death is no objective, nothing objective. You must be there, exactly. That is a moment. So, because death is nothing but the momentum, momentum of energy. Life is momentum energy connected with all sentient beings without exceptions. That's enormous, enormous energies. You never be controlled. So this is walks along. So you have to walk along right in the middle of moment. That's it. That's all you can do. <coughs> Even though I give you a wonderful Buddha statement before you die, or still you can accept it, but still you walk along. And walk along, what do you mean by walking along? That means I'm moved by blame and, and by praise. In other words, you mustn't be unmoved. You must uh, must be a uh, you uh, mustn't be um, moved by well anything. You can see objectively, or you can hear objectively, you can taste objectively anywhere. You shouldn't be moved. Be moved means uh, tossed away. So, uh, I'm moved by blame and praise, by praise. Um, 
Well, blame and uh, praise are almost same because uh, almost same for for us because whichever you get, you know, we are always and tossed away. <coughs> Particularly blaming, if um, somebody blame you or abuse you, it's pretty easy for us to uh, to be confused. That's why if you try to uh, if you try to believe in Buddhism or Dharma, but in the atmosphere of uh, American American Buddhism, many things happens, and uh, particularly in the Sangha, many things happens, and then you don't you don't know that you don't know the meaning of the devotion to devotion to the Dharma or Buddhism. Because you are completely tossed away by blaming and by blaming or praising or many things, criticism or confusions and bewilderment, many things happen in science. That's why we practice uh, calming down. <laughs> That's why we need to practice sitting, just sitting beyond whether you are confused or not. So that is, here says, I'm moved by blame and praise. What do you mean by I'm moving, I'm moved by blame and by praise? That means it is like the lion who is not scared by noises. So whatever kind of animals appears, lions always, you know, calm. So uh, the lion and the breeze, breeze, that is not to be called in a net. The breeze, of course, you understand it. <coughs> or air and the water, you never get, you know. Uh, the water is never caught by the net. So like the lotus that blooms and sullied about the muddy water. This is also, you know that. Um, and also a little he, not led. That is also important. A leader, you must be always leader. Leader means that you must be a master of you in whatever situation you may be. This is called leader. You are not led by something. You must be a master of you wherever you may be. Particularly in the difficulties, in the difficulty, it's very difficult to be a leader for you, for all sentient beings. Leader means you must manifest yourself in the simplest way. In other words, don't change your life so much, you know, by a certain, some difficulty, etc. You just walk step by step. This is a basic pace of uh, walking on in the life, where there is not much excite, excitement. It's very uh, <coughs> in, in such a situation. You try to scoop the water or ears by net, you know. Or sometimes you try to put the something scooping on the 
water from the ocean and lake and uh, pour into your knowledge, but uh, your head and your body is uh, just like just like a bamboo basket, you know, always licking. <laughs> That's all always we do. Do you, do you understand? Uh, I always recently I always think the people so. Are very busy to do something in excitement and uh, breathing and confusing and uh, and also struggle so much fighting and they say and then all everybody everyone without exception is going where do you understand where are you going when you come to the terminal station that what is the terminal station for, you, for your life? It's very simple. That is the exact end of your life, but simultaneously, that end of your life is beginning of the life. That is terminal station. How can, I, how can you understand the beginning of the life as the end of the life? We don't believe it. We don't know. But this is the simplest, simplest way of life. But people are always struggling, fighting, and uh, screaming, and blaming, and uh, that's pretty noisy. <laughs> and by noises, we are very confused. And you become, you never be a lions. You become just uh, spits, you know. Dog spits, always barking at somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> While you have uh, the spits, have a uh, host, you know, spits enjoy very much and uh, barking and uh, to somebody else. And but if he doesn't have uh, his host, you know, they are coward in running away <laughs> instead of barking at. Do you understand? That I always say that is a, a characteristic of spit. Spit? Spit? <coughs> so, uh, this is, uh, so if you receive the Dharma and, uh, and uh, deal with the Dharma and live in the Dharma is just like this. So, this is a very, what would you say, uh, this is another dogmatic way of life. It's very strong, you are you. Uh, from the beginning to end, in the moment. You have to take care of moment day to day. So this is not dogmatic. Next, that life, that self is completely open to everything. And uh, <coughs> here is... Uh, As the Buddha says, pray, uh, practicing bene uh, benevolence, equanimity, compassion, and sympathy, seeking release, unobstructed by anything of the world, roam like the unicorn alone. Okay? So you are alone, you, you walk alone like a unicorn. Unicorn has uh, just one cone. Okay. That is a symbol of uh, aloneness. Everyone has to walk in human world. 
but that is the, that way of life is not the uh, dogmatic way of life because uh, Buddha mentions practicing benevolence. Benevolence, uh, your presence must be uh, benevolent to everybody's or everything in some sense, in many ways. Benevolence, practicing benevolence, equanimity. You must be equanimity, very uh, magnificent and calm and steadfast. And compassion and sympathy. You must uh, express your compassion under all circumstances. Sympathy is a certain circumstances you can express sympathy to somebody. But compassion is under all circumstances. You have to express compassion. That is a real love, real love. The sympathy is expressed under certain circumstances. When you when you meet a certain circumstances, who uh, which somebody uh, feels sad, etc., you can help help him out something like that. Okay, that is. A Sympathy, but compassion is real deeper meaning. Under all circumstances, it must uh, operating. This is the original nature of human being. Everyone has. Everyone is completely beautiful being beyond human speculation because everyone has compassion, which is profound or sublime, helping, uh, sharing the, his or her life with all sentient be beings, without exceptions. So that, that's why sympathy, seeking release, we are always seeking for the release. Okay? Release means we want to be peaceful, anyway peaceful. But if you start to seek for this peace, under the beautiful flag of a peace, we fight, start to fight. So peace becomes no longer peace. Now that is always happens. But originally, we are always seeking for the peace, release, emancipation from an object, the release from. Uh, Release from the object and the subject. Anyway, perfect peace. That is, he says, seeking release and obstructed by anything of the world. You shouldn't be uh, ignore anything of the world. You cannot be alone. So, the unobstructed by anything of the world, roam walk like the unicorn alone. So uh, unobstructed by anything of the world is your presence. Your presence is already deeply and closely connected with everything without exception in some sense in many ways. That's why you are alone, but you are compassionate to everything. You are very compassionate, precious heart.
you have a precious heart spreading uh, spreading to every inch of the world this is the human heart so no one is bad guy and stupid guys anyway everyone is completely precious and beautiful beyond bad or good that is uh, that is unobstructed by anything of the world and Rome Rome walk along is not dogmatic walk along with all sentient beings then if you walk along then you can share your life with all sentient beings and also there is uh, another thing it's very interesting uh, number uh, 150 and all embracing love for all the universe in all its heights and depths and breadth and stinted unstinted unstinted love and marred by hate within not rousing empty so and all embracing love <coughs> this is compassion all embracing love okay. this is your heart original heart if you return if you return to the first stage of the wow okay, expression of your life first stage that is very simple okay. then you can touch immediately all embracing love beyond your perceptions in other words, it penetrates. It's penetrates. All embracing love penetrates you if you practice this. Okay. Now, for all the universe, it's not just for you, for all universe. Okay. In all its heights and depths and breadth, it's very deep. We don't know what it is, but we know it. We can experience it. If you you are already there, so-called Dharma. Okay. So, in all its heights and depths and breadths and stinted love, everything is just like that. So you believe in this one Dharma and deal with it and uh, live with this. And uh, I'm marred by hate within, not rousing energy. So internally it's very easy for us to create hatred or criticism very easy to be critical toward particularly others you know outside the external world and the critical uh, critical toward toward the outside is simultaneously critical toward you during this simultaneously because you cannot see always the world in the one way, yeah, simultaneously world see. Okay, that's vice versa. Do, do you understand? That is a, a situation of your life. So if you see world, world look at you. So always, that's why there is a communication. So uh, very naturally, if you are critical toward object, and simultaneously that is critical toward you. 
But I don't mean you shouldn't be critical. But if you want to critical toward others, okay, toward circumstances, I think you should be careful. In a deep sense, in terms of dharma, if you critical toward all sentient beings, that's really help, 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 helpful for all sentient beings. Okay. Uh, not rousing empty. That's why <coughs> hatred is uh, really destructing, destructing the self and the, uh, the object. So hatred is. Uh, uh, you must be careful to deal with hatred. Okay. So empty or you know inside always there. And also he says, so as you stand or walk or sit or lie or reflect with all your might on this, it's this deemed a state divine. In other words, as you, uh, the, uh, so as you stand or walk or sit or lie, reflect with all your might on this means even though you sleep, you know, sleep or standing, sitting, walking on the street, anyway you try to practice this. Practice, uh, practice believing in the Dharma, receiving in the Dharma, and living the Dharma. Anyway, try. Uh, so very natural. This is a practice, okay? So. Uh, devotion is uh, devotion must be uh, must be practiced in terms of two points. One is one is uh, you have to walk along because dharma you are you believe in is simplest expression of ultimate existence. That is a dharma. So you have to walk, walk, you have to walk alone and stay first, not pessimistically. Anyway, walk alone and stay fast, tranquil, and positively. You have to walk. This is, in this way of life, has no excuse. When the morning comes, morning is morning. When the breakfast comes, breakfast is breakfast. Winter comes, winter is winter. So you have to meet winter and receive it and live it without being tossed away by so much. Little tossed away is fine <laughs> because you're human beings, you know. I hate winter, that's fine. <laughs> but you should stop, and as soon as possible, they <laughs> creating a hatred again and again. Then, finally, you really appreciate winter, you know. So that is our practice. So no excuse and no commentary on this, but on the, that is a one point, okay. The other point is devotion must be the compassion, open to everything. Practicing benevolence and compassion and sympathy, and uh, that practice must be going 
in any aspect of your life, sleeping, walking, and thinking, and wherever you may be, under all circumstances, we have to practice it. So, so is that clear? Devotion is devotion is you have to return to the Dharma, which is the simplest expression of ultimate existence. Okay, and then this Dharma must be alive in your life because you deal with it. So you have to deal with, you have to receive it and live in it. So you you must be simple. It, that is a belief in the Dhamma. You are very simple human beings. That is a walking alarm. Simultaneously, you are compassionate. Very compassionate. Open hearted. Okay? Open hearted means to never be, not much, not much uh, tossed away by uh, blame or by praise. Do you understand? This is a devotion. Devotion. So from under all circumstances, from the beginning to end, you should devote to Dharma. But in the human, as long as you live in the human world, there are many things occur, you know pretty well. Not only just something good, you know, always bad, or something more than bad, you know. Many things would make you, leaves you in bewilderment. At that time, most people quit devoting to Dharma, or most people have doubts about the truth about the Dharma, mentioned by Buddhas and ancestors. That is, if you quit, it depends on you quit or continue that, fine. But if you quit, well, you never know. You never know something deeply. <laughs> because you go and you change the way and then get something else. You become a beginner again, okay? So if you... A practice of devotion is to go deeply from the beginning to end anyway. Under all circumstances, anywhere go. And then, through the Dharma, you can see the human, what the human beings are. And that human, from that human beings, what you have tasted through the Dharma can be, can, uh, can show you that what the Dharma is. That's why Buddha says, if you see me, you can see Dharma. If you see the Dharma, you can see me. Okay? This is important for us. So, uh, that person who asked me, uh, uh, they have uh, had uh, s some doubt about the devotion because in the beginning he really devoted to uh, triple treasure or dharma itself. Then, uh, the, well, you uh, you see the many people who believe in the same things, you know. But people always are creating some problem itself. That's why he the, his devotion becomes a very cloudy. What should we 
devote to what? <coughs> person? You know, person is very stinky, okay? Very stinky, apparently. But uh, as a whole, I think the person is something beautiful beyond human speculation. This is called Buddha, we say. So, at the, in order to understand the person or trust in the person is to continually to devote to the Dharma from the beginning to end. Don't change this pace, uh, pace, pace, uh, pace of your living based on the Dharma. They continue to believe, trust in this Dharma. Then from the Dharma you can see what the human beings are, what the person is are, beyond individual personality, general, universal human beings. Common to trees, birds, it's uh, you really understand. Is that clear? Otherwise, how do you how do you create a peaceful world with uh, many different human beings? You know, here is that. Uh, 30 peoples and 40 peoples, everyone is different. How can you live in peace in Rama? You are listening now to the Dharma. Okay? So completely you are devoted. You are concealed in the concealment, concealment of the Dharma. <laughs> so you are, so that's why you sitting in here in peace in harmony now. And then if you start to poke ahead into everyone's personality, it's really confused, don't you think? How much you uh, understand the Buddha's teaching? Well, I don't know. You are not, you know, good student. Get out. <laughs> but still, uh, the one or two chances I want to give you. Next Saturday, come up here and listen to the Buddha's teaching. And I will test you. Something like that. If you are uh, testing everyone, so really you are confused, don't you think? But but you cannot ignore different personality and different characters. But don't be confused. Don't be happy. Don't be happy at the uh, understanding person, different personality quickly. You never be one. You know, with a different Japanese, different culture, American culture, how can you be one? No way. Do you understand? But if people want to, Japanese, no Japanese, just American culture. I don't think it is fair, you know. If you want to live in this world, you have to live with a different culture, different human beings, different races, different. Uh, different beings, myriad beings. In order to understand uh, understand the myriad different things, you cannot, you cannot be highly understanding in understanding all things, different things. Anyway, take best care of individual life. How do you take care of? How do you take care of the self? Connected with the Dharma, okay? day to days. Connected to the Dharma means a different world, different beings. Mm -hmm. How do you take care of you? So day to day, you have to do this. 
So, uh, very naturally in Buddhism, uh, the Tibetan Buddhism, Zen Buddhism, uh, anyway, if you want to uh, believe in the Dharma, you should trust in the teacher and uh, devote the teacher. Then you're confused. What is the relationship between the teacher and, uh, you know, the student? Everyone has the questions. Do you? It don't mean that the, the, you should ignore, you should close your eyes, a personal person who has a different personality from you. Okay? I don't mean this one. But main focus, you have, main target you have to aim is a Dharma. Okay? Dharma. That Dharma must be something alive in you, in individual life. So how do you make the Dharma alive? That is the main practice for you. And then through this Dharma, you can see the picture. You can see the picture of human being, universal human being, not individual. Okay? Of course, individual human being you can see, but you can see the more broad picture of human being beyond individual. Is that okay? That is called devotion. Kie, uh, return to life. Return to life. Which is called faith. Belief. Belief. So in Buddhism, we should believe in belief. Faith is to believe in Dharma. Okay? In order to believe in Dharma, that is a devotion. You have to devote yourself to the Dharma. But the Dharma is still principle and what is very obscure, very vague, it's big. That's why you need a certain particular thing, so-called person, okay? Who tell you, who teach you, who guides you, something. So there is a person and who, who knows the teaching, talking about the Dharma. Okay? okay? Through the person, you have to learn the Dharma. But when you see the person, it's a little bit complicated. Okay? So that's why lots of problems coming up. But anyway, devotion is just like that. Like that. Do you have a question? Uh, Buddhism the has been handed down to uh, different countries in China and the, the Korea and Tibet and uh, to Japan etc. But when the Buddhism becomes uh, one of the culture in each different uh, country, the cultural aspect of Buddhism has lots of uh, complicated stuff. <laughs> it, that makes you confused. Like a Sangha. Sangha is originally, Sangha is, Sangha is a peaceful world. P- 
peaceful place you live in and show it to the human society. But Sangha becomes one of the culture for us, then Sangha creates lots of problems. But basically, what you have to do is individually, you have to focus on the meaning, meaning of the Sangha, so called peace development of the peaceful life from the beginning to end based on the Dharma, belief in the Dharma. That is individual responsibility. You have to build up this one. Then you can handle many problems, okay, one by one. In other words, you can carry the Sangha for long run. If you don't deal with the different problem in the Sangha, you cannot carry the Sangha for long run. <coughs> or, on the other end, if you're very involved in different problem, what you're causing the Sangha, very strongly attaching and conf with confusions, then you cannot carry on the Sangha for long run. Do you understand? Because you don't have, you don't have any tranquil, tranquility, compassion, no compassion, no benevolence, no sympathy. That time, there is no way to carry on this Sangha from century after century in the United States, not only in the United States, everywhere. So you should, this deal with the Sangha like this. Okay. You cannot de deceive and handle the Sangha as pure, always. No way. You cannot do it. Someone criticizes this Sangha because too many complete troubles, you know, in the human relationship. And then the, the, they say, the reason why they criticize this Sangha means Sangha must be pure. And the people expect the Sangha as a pure. Sure, it is. But still that purity is nothing but the idea. Everyone understands it. The pure purity must be something alive in your life. Means your responsibility. How to, how to make the Sangha as a pure alive in day to days. That is individual responsibility for us. So I can accept your problems, your complaints, and, uh, but uh, I cannot do anything. All I can do is always talking about Buddhas. That's it. Then whether you make it alive or not is just you, your responsibility. So, anyway, we have to deal with the human problem in the Sangha, okay? But standing first in the Dharma, then you can deal with human problem. Okay? Some questions? In, in January, we will have uh, what, what's the name? Community, community building shop. <laughs>
workshop. <laughs> That's interesting. So I think you will see there are lots of complaints and uh, from an individual for that workshop. But don't be confused, okay? Just listen. And you should realize that is human. That is human. If you open your heart, then how many complaints there? Millions. <laughs> <laughs> how many satisfaction there? Just a little bit. <laughs> unsatisfaction. Really, really unsatisfaction there. But you don't know what the unsatisfaction is. You don't know from where unsatisfaction comes. That's why you are confused. Satisfaction is just a little, little amount. <laughs> Do you? So, I think if you go to the, this workshop, I think uh, everyone uh, says uh, their complaints, their ideas, and uh, criticism, the blames, and lots of things happen. Okay. So, uh, the abbot should, shouldn't be there. So, I'm not allowed to be. Because if I am there, people don't say, you know, everything they want to say. Do you understand? So I am not allowed to be. That's fine. That's fine. So you should open and uh, and uh, the take out the many complaints and the in the, your basket. Okay, came out. But don't be confused. I think you should realize very deeply carefully with uh, tranquil and taste it. This is not others' problem. This is human problem. Okay? This is a human. Not on the particular person. Okay? And then next you have to uh, think how to build up this sangha as a peaceful group. Please, I pray for it. <laughs> do, you, do you have some questions? Anything for us? <coughs> the community building workshop is to try to build up a peaceful sangha. Right. So most of what you said sounds very negative, but actually uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we don't know. Yes, we don't know means uh, there are negative and uh, positive there, possibility there. Yeah, so you should uh, not emphasize the negative possibilities only. No, but actually negative things coming up, but... Maybe, we don't know. Maybe. But that is coming, pretty coming. In order to build up a new uh, style of uh, community and uh, very naturally, you have to uh, you, you have to bring up a negative stuff, you know. That's why you have this, you know, family workshop, something like that. If you don't have a negative as aspect of a community, it's not necessary to have uh, you know this kind of particular workshop. But you must of all ask anyway. Caesar, at the uh, the little more the negative aspect of the sanghas than positive. 
that's where we try to so if you have this workshop think negative coming up but I don't think always negative so positive things coming up if a positive things always coming up that's lucky we are lucky I hope You were talking about um, criticism mm-hmm. earlier. Um, how, how, would you, how does one uh, criticize um, without like criticism leading to conflict? Um, how to criticize? Yeah, because without sometimes in, um, it's necessary probably to criticize. <coughs> Um, let's say you know somebody you're working with. Um, how can you do that without that leading to uh, a conflict? Not necessary. Criticism is not necessary, broadly speaking. No. But it, there's the we don't know what whether we should. That we should have a criticism. We should have a criticizing. No, we should criticize or not. We don't know. Basically, we we have to walk in the universal aspect of uh, words called dharma. So no criticism at that time, at that place. Okay. But that universal the place word is. Arises constantly in a different moment, in other words, different circumstances. So, very naturally, you can see A color, B color, C color, etc. Then, you are what kind of color do you, your life is. You're black? Yes, sir. And then, black, black color, see the white. And then, always, white cannot be accepted as a white. Always, white is accepted in terms of black. That is conflict coming up. Okay? So, I think criticism, uh, there is no sense of criticism, not, not necessary to criticize, okay? Basically. If it is necessary, I think you should walk with some person sharing your good aspect sharing your good aspect, sharing that criticism, walk with them, instead of uh, give awards. Okay? And then give your hands. If you see something, uh, something like this, something lack, is that clear? Uh, don't back out, you know. You try to walk with him or her and give a hand giving a hand to them and walk in order to walk and basically uh, more or less you need a peaceful way of life because you you don't walk alone so you have to walk with the people okay and then uh Criticism, uh, conflict comes out some not as an idea. Conflict 
comes out something real. You have to deal with it right now, you know. Stumble over over the rock, and then you take give a hand to take, you know. Instead of you are careless, you know, <laughs> your walking is careless. Instead of this, give a hand to him or her, and uh, spring back again and walk. Is that okay? Is that, is that okay? And also, well, never mind. 